You've landed on the Lonely Diplomat podcast and wherever you are in the world, welcome. I'm Phil McAuliffe and I'm the Lonely Diplomat. This podcast is all about helping diplomats and those who live the diplomatic life reconnect with themselves and the world around them. In this episode, we're going to talk about my answers to some common questions that I receive, namely, why loneliness and why me? But before we jump into this content, I want to say three things. First, I want to pay my respects to the elders of the Ngunnawal people, past, present and emerging, and acknowledge them as the traditional custodians of the land upon which this episode was recorded, edited and uploaded. I want to extend that acknowledgement to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples listening, and indeed all First Nations people listening wherever you are in the world. Secondly, I want to acknowledge you, dear listener. I want to recognise the courage you have shown in pressing play on this episode because very few people look for content on loneliness in diplomacy unless they recognise that they feel lonely while living the diplomatic life. Pressing play may have felt like a big step and I want to say that I see it and that I recognise your courage. Finally, this is the first episode of a new format for the Lonely Diplomat podcast. This new format is designed to go for 10 minutes or less and to give you a quick shot of connection wisdom as you go about your day. I like to imagine that you're joining me while you're commuting to work. And so some content that's only a few minutes long will give you something to think about as you go about your day. There will still be longer episodes when you'll join me for a deeper conversation with someone about loneliness, connection, and aspects of living this diplomatic life. But I realize that sometimes you don't have the time to invest in a longer conversation. So this is what these short episodes are all about. So with all of that said, let's get to the common questions. Why loneliness and why me? Well, I often ask myself these same questions. Let me assure you, my life plan did not have me working on loneliness and having the words global loneliness thought leader in my LinkedIn profile. But here I am. Life has a funny way of putting us where we need to be, doesn't it? And let's be honest, loneliness as a subject is, well, such a downer. I often joke that I'd love to throw it all in and start a service that talks about sexy, sweaty, shirtless firemen holding puppies. That feels like it'd be more fun, but it's not me. I do this work because I'm driven by purpose. I'm driven to destigmatize loneliness and to help you reconnect with yourself and the world around you as you live your diplomatic life. I'm driven to use my story, my skills, and my wisdom to have real conversations about things that really matter to you and other humans living the diplomatic life. And loneliness matters. Connection and feeling connected is a matter of life and death. And we simply don't talk about loneliness in a way that serves us. I know what it's like to feel lonely, adrift, isolated while living the diplomatic life. I know what it's like to feel that near crushing sense of emptiness when you're well, supposed to be living the dream. I know what it's like to feel so frustrated that you don't have the words to describe that sense of emptiness within when your job is to know what to say, when to say it, and to whom to say it. I also know 
very acutely what it's like to ask for support that's provided by your employing agency and then receive advice from someone who gives you the same theory that you can go find yourself on Google. But that person, well, it feels like they simply don't have a clue about what it's really like to be a diplomat or live the diplomatic life. They don't know what it's like to be isolated from your friends and family for years at a time. They don't know what it's like to have a job that is ceaseless in its demands on you and those you love. They don't know what it's like to have a job where you're always on, even when you're at home. And they don't know what it's like to have a job that has overwhelmed you and you feel lost within it but are so scared to say or do anything about it. I know what all of this is like. And I also understand the paradox of loneliness, where you want to be seen but desperately do not want to be seen. I understand that you want people to notice you, to see you, and to feel included. And you spend so much time and energy wishing and hoping for others around you to see you. But then you're so consumed with self-doubt that when someone does see you and includes you, that you turn people away, or you really want to turn them away. And I also know that I'm not alone. Quite apart from there being a loneliness epidemic affecting humans globally, diplomacy is a near-perfect environment for loneliness to thrive. The very nature of diplomacy is that you're always the face, the voice, and the presence of your country and its government. This is a privilege until it's not. The competitive nature of your workplace is thrilling until it's not. And living away from home and experiencing the world is a dream until it's not. But for a profession that does a lot of talking, we don't talk about the loneliness we experience at all well. If loneliness is addressed, it's referred to as a concept. It's referred to in statistics and data. It's referred to in suggestions to speak to support services who oftentimes it feels like they don't really understand, remember? Loneliness is referred to in ways that keeps the concept of it at arm's length, not as an emotion felt by every human at some point or at multiple points in their lives. Loneliness, when spoken about as a concept, is kept in the second and third person. It is not spoken about in the first person, which is where loneliness is experienced. It's spoken about, if it is spoken about, it's spoken about it in the right way, the diplomatic way, in a way where we can talk about it without really talking about it. And that's fine for diplomatic issues, but it's not a great approach for something so important to your life and your well-being. And the final reason I do this work is about the question, why me? Well, why not me? I'm called to serve. I've lived my diplomatic life. I've had four postings, two as the posted officer and two as the accompanying significant other. I've had postings with children and without children. I've gone through the start of a relationship in diplomacy and then the end of that relationship. I've lived the highs and the lows. And in short, I've lived life and am called to bring my skills, experience and wisdom to support you when you live your life. 
I'm providing the service I wish I had when I realized that I was lonely while living my diplomatic life. And I'm here for you as a global loneliness thought leader. That's it for this episode. Be sure to check out all my content and services helping diplomats and those living the diplomatic life, so you, reconnect with themselves and the world around them through my website, thelonelydiplomat.com. And remember, we're not meant to endure loneliness for long, and you're worthy of receiving the same love and support that you so freely give to others. Please like, comment, and share this episode so it reaches more diplomats experiencing loneliness and lets them know, just as you now know, that they're not alone. It does sound like you're getting ready to go, so until next time, be awesomely and humanly you, because the world really does need more you. All sounds used are freeware in the public domain. All views expressed in this episode are my own and do not reflect any official position. I am not a licensed mental health professional. I encourage you to seek the services of a licensed mental health professional if the content of this episode challenged you beyond your current capacity to mentally, emotionally, and or physically respond yourself. Thanks for listening.